Hi, I'm Hadley. I'm Aaron. And I'm Miller. And you're listening to... Reclamation. Where's your... Jason Allen, and I'm the host of Reclamation Worship, the podcast devoted to reclaiming a biblical view of worship for the church. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Reclamation Worship. Here we are again with my children, almost all of them, for another conversation on the Pilgrim's Progress. So we are uh, making our way slowly through the Pilgrim's Progress. We are journeying alongside Christian. And today you are in for a treat as we find ourselves with Christian under Mount Sinai. All right, well, let's head on over to the conversation. All right, here we are again. How are you guys doing? Good. All right, very good. Well, um, we are in, we were trying to count it. We've sort of lost track of time. We are in, we think, week three of the quarantine? I think so. Okay. Um, But we have missed now four Sundays of gathering together with our church family. So um, at dinner tonight, I asked y'all what you miss most about our church gatherings. So Miller, why don't we start with you and uh, we'll just go uh, around our little semicircle here and talk about one thing we miss most about gathering with our church family. So Mill? So yeah, I think what I miss most is, for those who don't know me, I help out uh, in our Sunday morning band and I play guitar. And I think what I miss is just the joy that comes with playing and seeing the joy in other people uh, in music. And I just think that's beautiful and I really miss it. So that's one of the ways you worship the Lord is is in playing on Sunday mornings? Yes, sir. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, how about you? Uh, what I miss the most is probably hanging out with my friends and worshiping with the congregation. Okay. All right. Had. I think just seeing um, all the people in our church and just worshiping with the body. Okay. All right. Well, we are praying that this uh, ends quickly, right? Sooner rather than later. And uh, that we are back with our church family in the very near future. We're going to continue in our journey with Christian. All right, Mill, why don't you catch us up? Where did we leave off last time? We left off where Christian is talking with Mr. Worldly Wiseman, and Mr. Worldly Wiseman is trying to get Christian to get off his good path and get on a bad path. So, Hadley, where was this good path leading? To the wicked gate. To the wicked gate. All right, who told Christian, Aaron, who told Christian to go to the wicked gate? Evangelist. Evangelist. All right, so today's heading for this conversation is this. Evangelist findeth Christian under Mount Sinai and looketh severely upon him. So the title of this section today leads us to believe that Christian being under Mount Sinai is not a good thing. Aaron, would you agree? Yes. All right, Aaron, so why is it not a good thing that Christian is under Mount Sinai? Because evangelists made it clear to go straight to the wicked gate and to not go off the path. That's great. Yeah. Okay. So apparently evangelists knew that there was something dangerous at Mount Sinai. So Hadley, what does the Bible tell us happened at Mount Sinai? 
So God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Okay, Miller, I, I thought the Ten Commandments were a good thing. Why is Christian trying to live by the Ten Commandments? Why is that a bad thing? Why? Because we, we see that him being under Mount Sinai is just another way of saying that he was trying to live according to the Ten Commandments. So why is that a bad thing? Yeah, it's a bad thing because Christian is trying to, he's trying to find his salvation in the law itself, but we can't do that because it does not offer salvation and we can only have that in Christ. So Paul talks in Galatians chapter 3, verses 10 and 11 about this very thing uh, and why this is so dangerous, this path that Christian had gotten off onto, um, away from walking toward the wicked gate and finding himself under Mount Sinai. So here is what we read in Galatians 3.10. For all who rely on works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed be everyone who does not abide by all things written in the book of the law and do them. Right? So Christian was going to have to keep the law perfectly in order to be saved. But is that possible? Hadley, can anyone keep the law perfectly? No. No, it's it's not possible. Up, oh, one person has. Aaron, who kept the law perfectly? Jesus. Jesus did, Yeah. Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill the law, right? And so there is this understanding that we seek Christ, not because he did away with the law, but because he kept the law perfectly. He did what we cannot do. And so that's why we run to Christ. That's why we run to the wicked gate. Because if we run under Mount Sinai, we will be crushed, right? There is... No hope under Mount Sinai. So what we find here is that evangelist is being a really good counselor to Christian. He's he's showing Christian how Mr. Worldly Wise Man misled him. And so he talks about three errors in Mr. Worldly Wise Man's counsel to Christian. Right, Miller, do you remember what one of those was? The first of these things was Mr. Worldly Wise Man turning Christian out of the way to the wicked gate. Yeah, so that's bad counsel, right? To encourage someone to go somewhere other than directly to Christ, right? We we never want to give anyone counsel that sets their eyes on a destination other than Christ. So if, if we're concerned about somebody's salvation and we say to them, oh, well, here are the things that you need to do to be saved, and it's anything other than repent and believe in Christ alone, that's bad counsel, right? Right. Aaron, do you remember another bit of bad counsel that Mr. Worldly Wise Man gave Christian? Yeah, the second thing is Mr. Worldly Wise Man does not care for the cross, and he wants Christian to be like him. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Yeah, he um, is wanting to diminish the work of the cross, right? He is wanting Christian to be like him. He doesn't want Christian's eyes to be focused on Christ. And so what is so significant about the cross? Why would the world want to diminish the work of the cross? Anybody? Because it's the only way to salvation. Yes. So if we try to find salvation in any way other than through the finished work of Jesus Christ on the cross, the Bible tells us that we are hopeless. All right, Hadley. So what about a third thing? What about a third piece of bad counsel from Mr. Worldly Wise Man? 
Yeah, so the third bad piece of counsel that Mr. Worldly Wise Man gives Christian is to follow the path towards destruction. Yeah, not only like Miller said, he, he wanted to take him off the path toward the wicked gate. He wanted to lead him toward destruction. Listen to what Bunyan says. Here are the words from Evangelist. Thirdly, thou must hate his setting of thy feet in the way that leadeth to the ministration of death. And for this, thou must consider to whom he sent thee. And also, how unable that person was to deliver thee from thy burden. So, on a scale of 1 to 10, how bad was the advice from Mr. Worldly Wise Man to Christian? 10. 10. Hadley, 10? Y'all give it three tens? Of course. Yeah. So this was perfectly terrible counsel, right? Right. Has anyone ever offered you perfectly terrible counsel before? Yes. Yes. Okay, so what are the criteria for listening to good counsel? When it comes to spiritual matters, I think what you want in someone giving good counsel is their counsel coming straight from Scripture and not improvised. Yeah, that's that's really good. And that's what Evangelist was doing, right? Mr. Worldly Wise Man was talking off the top of his head. He was reading straight out of the playbook uh, from the world. But Evangelist counsel was rooted in Scripture. All right, so I want to finish up with Christian's question for Evangelist. And I think this is a question that we all would love to have the answer to, right? Because there have been times in our lives where we have leaned on good works. We've leaned on morality only to realize that that is not the way to salvation. And we wonder if it's too late for us, right? We wonder if there is any hope for us. And so that's what Christian is asking. So here are Christian's words. He says, sir, what think you? Is there hope? May I now go back and go up to the wicked gate? Shall I not be abandoned for this and sent back from thence ashamed? I'm sorry I've hearkened to this man's counsel, but may my sin be forgiven. So it's a very important question that Christian asks. Here is Evangelist's answer. Thy sin is very great, for by it thou hast committed two evils. Here's the first one. Thou hast forsaken the way that is good. And here's the second. To tread in forbidden paths. Yet will the man at the gate receive thee, for he has good will for men. Only, said he, take heed that thou turn not aside again, lest thou perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. So Evangelist had hopeful words for Christian, right? Yes. yes. Definitely. All right, to recap, right, we don't want to be under Mount Sinai, right? Where do we want to go? To the wicked gate. We want to go to the wicked gate, and that's where we're going to go the next time we gather for our next conversation. All right. Who is it that's going to greet Christian at the wicked gate? Goodwill. Goodwill. Exactly. All right. So, Hadley, do you remember where it is that Christian will be directed right after he enters into the wicked gate? To the interpreter's house. Exactly. All right. So, that's just a little taste of where we're going in our next conversation. All right, well, that's going to conclude this conversation. I want to invite you, if you've not yet been to reclamationworship.com, to go there and look for our previously recorded episodes. You will also help us out tremendously if you will go to iTunes and subscribe to Reclamation Worship and leave a rating and a review. 
And also, you can find us on Insta at Reclamation Worship. And you can find us on Facebook at Reclamation Worship. And last but not least, you can find us on Twitter at Reclamation HQ. Until next time, Soli Deo Gloria. Gloria.